Two Runners, a podcast I, I, with a focus on the Gainesville, Florida running scene and beyond. Let's get into the show. Welcome to Between Two Runners, my guest today, all the way from the Ocala National Forest, it's Shay. All right. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. How are you? I'm doing good. I am uh, hanging out. Had my run this morning, so I'm feeling good. How many miles did you do this morning? Uh, just 10. I'm tapering. Okay. What are you tapering for? Hmm? I have, I'm doing an eight-hour um, with some friends in the woods, and I'm going to die because it has elevation, and I am not very smart and signed up for it. Okay. And, and what brought on this, uh, this challenge? It's uh, from the, the podcast 10 Junk Miles. I'm an avid fan, and there are other avid fans, and we decided we would have like an East Coast hangout. And the best way to hang out is we all sign up for the same race and we'll wave to each other when we see each other. I see. This sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, it's, yes, I'm going to die. <laughs> but in the nicest way possible. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, I'm going to die in the most beautiful place. Right. And doing yes. what you love. Yes, suffering and eating snacks. Yay. Now, speaking of podcast, I we bumped into each other at Long Haul this past year. Yes, I harassed you at Long Haul. Yes, and you were like, you know what? You haven't been podcasting recently. And uh, and then I packed my bags, and then we went on a guilt trip together. No, it, it actually wasn't much of a guilt trip. But anyway, that conversation sort of inspired me to get back on <laughs> and actually start recording people again. So thank you for that. I'm very excited because I think you can do some fun stuff, and I like your conversational style and stuff like that. So. Oh, well, that's very sweet. So take us back to the early days. Do you remember when you first started uh, calling yourself a runner? Um, I actually really kind of recently started calling myself a runner because um, I grew up and, you know, not being physically fit at all. I think the, like kind of the standard thing. I remember my mile time in, you know, the presidential fitness test and... It was extremely slow, um, so I was not a runner. Um, kind of have the standard, like, you know, early 20s, gained a bunch of weight, realized I was 250 pounds at five foot five, and maybe that's not the best thing. Saw a roller derby bout, um, so I thought, okay, well, I need to get healthy, lose weight, and I can play roller derby. So I did that for a couple years, um, and in that time, like we would run for warmups and stuff like that, and it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. Um, and so I did, you know, a couple five Ks here and there during Derby, and then I met my now husband, and he was a runner, and he wanted to run a 50K, and he introduced me to the trails, and I've lived in Ocala for about 15 years, and the Ocala, you know, the Florida Trail goes right through here. It's like less than a couple like it's three miles from my house the most beautiful trails in all of florida are right here in my backyard and i was never on them and he showed me the trails and i was like oh oh yeah this is it this is great nice it, it was it an instant love affair would you say yes i was like okay so i get to run in these this beautiful nature see all these pretty things and i get to eat snacks this is just the best so yes Best day ever. So after a 5K and some other stuff, did you just jump instantly off the high dive into a 50K or was it a slow build? Uh, just about. Like, um, I decided, you know, um, so Tom, his first 50K was gate to gate. Um, I believe that was 2017 and I ran the, um, the 25K at that race. 
Um, so I basically went from in May, I kind of just started running in May and then by that October, I was like, all right, 25K, let's do it. And then decided, okay, well next year I'm gonna run the 50K. I see how this works. So where does it, where does it go from here? Is there anything coming up on your calendar that uh, maybe a, a 200 miler, a 300 miler, something across the country? I think I would like to do the across Florida 200 just because it goes through all my, you know, all my trails that I run all the time. I like the idea of that one. Um, I like the idea of doing the like a large section of the Florida trail um, because like there's the east to west connection that goes like basically in a big old circle. And that's like right out, you know, right out the door almost. So I have an interest in that. But, oh, I'm I'm years from doing something big and scary like that. Okay. That, that may take a little time and some more snacks. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, so many more snacks. I got to perfect my snack game. Yeah. Have you dialed in your nutrition? What do you uh, like to treat yourself with during, before, and after a race? Right now, I'm experimenting with eating Pop-Tarts while I run. Um, they're very cheap. They're very tasty. So right now, I'm doing like kind of Pop-Tarts and... Uh, payday bars. I love a payday. How do you normally treat yourself? I like a pub sub. That's like a super good thing. Or I do like a big old baked potato. That's I mean, that, Those are my two favorite things after a long run. And what is your favorite Pop-Tart flavor? Well, I'm trying them all right now because I, I normally just like, you know, one of the plain fruit flavors with the frosting and then you put butter on it. Um, but I've recently tried the pretzel one. Ones and today during my run, I had one of the Fruit Loop ones, and it was pretty good. I've got um, a strawberry box of Pop Tarts behind me, but it's signed by Amelia Boone, and I haven't broke into that yet because it's got Amelia Boone's signature on it. That's a collector's item. Yes. Let's go back to long haul real quick. How was that uh, that experience for you? Oh boy, it was really awesome until it wasn't. Uh-huh. Um, I uh, <laughs> I ended up with extremely horrific blisters, um, and I have now learned something about my feet from another experience. Um, so I had like just a super really fun, lovely time from like mm, probably about mile one to maybe about mile sixty. Like I felt great. Like it wasn't hot. It was just a lovely, lovely day. And uh, I hooked up with another runner and I ran with her for like 30 miles and she was just, you know, telling me stories the whole time. So it was fantastic. Um, So I was just having fun. Was that Tammy? It was Tammy. Yes. Yes. She's got a lot of very good stories. So it was it was good. And plus she likes to dress up and run around her neighborhood from what I understand. Yeah. As the, the unicorn. That's right. Yeah, so uh, I ran with her for at least 30 miles. Okay. And then my feet turned on me. What was your go-to as far as fixing your feet? And and did that almost take you out of the running? Uh, No, I was going to finish. It just, um, it took me like eight hours to do the last 13 miles, I think. Um, So that was not ideal. Um, Maybe not eight hours, maybe six hours. I think, yeah, probably about six Um, but, uh, so the plan was I, you know, I changed my socks. I had my foot kit all ready to go, but it was like on the, I guess the ball of the foot. And so like right on that big old foot pad there and it was just excruciating pain. Um, but I learned that I can't walk in hokas because they just, the way, I guess the sole of the inside of it just causes too much, much friction. Um, even with like lubes and stuff. So I have a different walking shoe. 
Understandable. So in in case blisters come back at some point, you just swap out your shoes and you're good to go. Ones that don't cause the friction, because I tested it out with another brand of shoe and was able to like walk 25 miles no problem, whereas when I was doing that in Hoka's, I'd have a blister after 10. Oh no, that's no bueno. No. Are you planning on going back to long haul at some point? I don't know. I think I feel like I'd go back. The first year I went to it was the year before I ran it, and I did the volunteer overnight shift so I could kind of see what it was like. And my husband paced somebody um, for the last 20 miles. Um, and so then the next year I said I was going to run it. So I ran it the next year. And then, of course, this last year I went as a crew for somebody, and I'd gladly go maybe crew it again. I think it's a really fun kind of hangout race. Um yeah. And I, I kind of, I'm like pushing my husband to run it. Um, I don't know if I would run it again, though. Gotcha. Are there any dream races that you would like to do? Oh, yes. I would love to do Havelina. I think that's a, a dream race for me. Um, Whiskey Basin, like the Whiskey Man series that um, Aravipa has. It's like, um, what it's, you do the, the Whiskey Basin 88K the mountain bike race, and then a marathon, and that seems fun. And maybe the bear, except, you know, that's like way, way, way out of my element, but I grew up um, like five miles or less from the end of the race. Okay, so it's almost uh, like going home. Yeah, exactly, yep. What do you do when you're not a, a rock star runner? I work for a local municipality in the public works department. So something kind of boring, but. And, and do you find that uh, that that job is is very active or conducive to uh, your your running career? Um, the only way it helps my running career is that we do four ten hour days, and so I never work Fridays, so I get to do my long runs on Friday. Um, but other than that, no, because like it's a good day because I take you know a thirty minute lunch and a fifteen minute break, and I use those as my walking breaks. And so it's a really great day if I get like 4,000 steps at work. Like, I'm like, oh, I got 4,000 whole steps during this 10-hour day. Amazing. I won the step challenge at work, (laughs) y'all. Yes. All right. So where are some of your favorite places to run or some of your favorite places that you have run? So I would say definitely uh, my absolute favorite is the Florida Trail that goes right through Ocala. Um, you know, there's a couple different routes I like to do. Usually, you know, start at Santos. You can go, you know, all the way from, you know, Santos on 441 all the way up to 200. You actually get a little bit of hills in elevation and then past 200 um, where you get a little more hills, quote, you know, quote unquote hills. Um, and then, of course, the baseline trailhead that's got like five miles of beautifully paved surface. It's perfect for runners and bikers, skaters. And then, of course, Florida Trail goes through there, too. So anything Florida Trail, I love to run. I run on it at least a couple times a week. Um, And then probably outside of Florida, I really like the Badger Trail up in Wisconsin. Um, I've done one race up there, and then I'm going to do two races up there this year. And that's with the 10 Jug Miles crew? Yeah, yep. Yeah, they're good people. But it's like flat, lovely trail and... Flat and fast. Mm Mm-hmm, well... Flat. I don't know if you're if you're fast, you're gonna be fast. But okay. uh, flat and fun. Flat okay. and fun for me. I'm not Oop. fasty. All right, we'll go flat and fun then. And who's that in the background? Oh, that's the, my cat Corbin. Is Corbin a, a little bit of a runner? Uh, no. No. Uh, he runs maybe a foot to catch birds and rabbits and lizards, but that's it. Okay. All right. Well, to each his own. 
He's a he's a hunter. Gotcha. What would you say your favorite thing about running is? Oh, that feeling of completion and getting something done you didn't think you were able to do. I had like kind of a traumatic experience, I guess. Like in seventh grade, I was, you know, running around the gym as they have you do. And I'm obviously pretty slow. So I'm running around the gym and, you know, I'm not great at it. But the PE teacher comes up and she says, you know, you run so slow, you're going to end up 500 pounds living off the government when you're older. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Who says that to a child? To a child. I was, you know, 12, 13 years old. Yeah, that can scar you for life. And so, like, it really just put me off like, okay, I hate running. This is awful. And so the fact, you know, and then, you know, the presidential fitness test of, you know, what I got in the mile and the idea that I could run a 50 miler in less time than it took me to run that one mile, like at the pace is just like, it's such a big feeling of accomplishment, something that I never thought I could do, would do anything like that, that I just, I can do. So it's that feeling of satisfaction of doing, like, even if I go like on a five mile run, like, it'll be like, oh, I just ran five miles. But then, you know, you think, oh, I ran five miles. Like, this is a big thing. A lot of people can't do that. Exactly. Now, have you gone back to that PE teacher and said, hey, look at me now? Oh, God, I thought about it. I looked her up and I saw like she's working on a different school now. And I just want to be like, you know, F you look at this. I came in second place at a race and it wasn't the the problem wasn't the mile test. It was that you weren't having me run far enough. It wasn't about the one mile. It was about 50 miles or, you know, that sort of thing. For you, it's the distance. Like, I'll run slow, but I'll run long. What do you have coming up on your race calendar? Or if anything. Well, let's see. There's Sweet H2O, which is next week. Uh, There's a couple of creek crossings, and there's uh, there's some elevation, so I'm a Mm -hmm. little... I've heard. Mm Mm-hmm. So that should be fun. My suffer buddy signed me up for the fiasco, Mm. which is a scavenger hunt out at San Falasco. (laughs) <laughs> I, and, have, I have heard about the fiasco. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not a big fan of scavenger hunts. I mean, I know my way around the park, okay. But as far as being a scavenger hunter, I'm, it's not really my cup of tea. And I, and I suck at orienteering. So, it, you know, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's, oh, uh, what, there's been one winner? Yes, Kip? The, yeah, Kip won yeah. it, uh, yeah, last, or not last year, but the year before. So there's that. And then um, I'm going to go back and do long haul and finish it this time, hopefully. Nice. Well, if you need a crew, well, you already have all you guys' setup, but if you need any help, yell at me and I'll yell at you. Okay. Sounds like a plan. (laughs) Oh, do you have any any, uh, inside baseball on um, Gate to Gate for 2021? That's a that's a great question, and from what I understand, Gallagher is is looking at uh, at getting those permits signed, and and hopefully it'll it'll happen this year. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Because I, I know Andy Croom had just done his fool's run this yeah. past weekend, so he was able to get that off off the ground. So hopefully, you know, gate to gate uh, is going to happen this year. As soon as I know something, I'll let you know. Okay. Yep. I just keep a lookout on it. So. Okay. I'm just excited. That's like a race that I really love. It's a beautiful I'm race. Sure most people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good one. All right, Shay. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to Between Two Runners, a podcast brought to you by the Athletes Den, Two Rules Running, and Pancakes. Two.
comes on, till the lights go out, till my legs give out, can't check my mouth, till the smoke clears out, and my high hurt out, I'ma rip this shit, till my bone pull out, till the room comes on, till the lights go out, till my legs give out, can't check my mouth, till the smoke clears out, and my high hurt out, I'ma rip